0: welcome back to the white gray black weekly manga podcast my name is bruce the producer of the white gray black youtube channel and back from the dead with me again this week is gautam
1: what's up party people
0: in case you're wondering what this podcast is this is a podcast where we talk about all of the latest releases in japanese manga or at least what we have english translations for and hey since you're listening you're a part of this crazy little manga book club so thank you for being here uh, this week we are going to recap and review all the new releases because in the past two months I think we've gotten 11 new releases. So we're going to go over those. Uh, the big one, of course, from Weekly Shonen and Jump this week is uh, called A's Exorcist. We'll be going over that. But before we get to all that, let's talk about a bit of news from the world of manga because there's actually quite a bit of news this week after being fairly light the last two weeks. Um, the 2023 Eisner Award nominees were announced today. Uh, if you aren't aware, the Eisner Awards are essentially Western comic book awards. They are generally focused on Western comics. Uh, but they do have a category called Best U.S. Edition of International Material-Asia. And that is essentially a a manga manhwa... Oh, what are the Chinese ones called? Also manhwa, but it's spelled differently. Essentially, they look at uh, China, Korea, Japan
1: comics. Is it also called manhwa? Okay. Huh. I think
0: that the Korean I manhwa think so. is M-A-N-W-H-A, and the Chinese manhwa is like M-A-N-U-A or something like that.
1: Oh, I think you're right, yeah.
0: I think they're both manhwa, but I think they might also be pronounced manga or something, and I'm messing that up. Anyways, so so we have... Uh, six nominees here for, again, Best U.S. Edition of International Media-Asia. Here are the nominees. Black Paradox by Junji Ito. That is a Japanese creator. We have The Hellbound, Volumes 1 and 2 by Yoon Sang-ho and Choi You-sook. is a Korean one, which I believe has a Netflix adaptation that is either released or coming soon. Uh, we have the good old classic Look Back by Tatsuki Fujimoto. My personal favorite here. We've talked about that. Ad Nauseam. Um, PTSD Radio Volume 1 by Masaki Nakayama. I have heard about this, but I have not read it. I am interested in reading it more now. Uh, PTSD Radio is on the K-Manga app. They advertised that today on Twitter, I saw. So, uh, might go and check that out. Um, Shuna's Journey by Hayao Miyazaki. That is a familiar name, of course. Miyazaki is responsible for uh, Castle in the Sky. Or, sorry, Howl's Moving Castle... Nausicaa and the Valley of Wind—all those wonderful movies. Uh, he wrote a manga. He was, I believe he—he he is the original author of Nausicaa, The Valley of Wind. Also, so he is, he is not, yeah. yeah, not unfamiliar in the manga space. But he went and did movies for thirty or forty years. So maybe he's back. Uh, I haven't read this, but interested to read it. Uh, even though what I've heard about Miyazaki is he's kind of a jerk. So, and then last of all, we have Talk to My Back by Yamada Murasaki. Uh, which I have not heard of. Um, but yeah, so those, those are the nominees. My guess is Look Back seems like kind of a shoe-in here. It's already taken a bunch of awards. Uh, if any of the people on the panels who vote for this read it, I think that they'll be touched by it. Look Back is also kind of a a art for artists, I guess I would say. So mm-hmm. yeah, any other thoughts on on these nominees here or anything you know?
1: Yeah, uh also Junji Ito is immensely popular. Um if you haven't read Uzumaki yep. uh audience listeners, uh check it out. Freaking good. It's freaky. Actually, uh start with uh the uh, Amigara fault one or whatever it's called. That, that is the that f- one, Yeah. It's the creepiest one. And yeah, it's a short short story. I actually
0: re one. It's weird cuz I first read the the whatever it's called, the Secret of Amigami Fault or whatever. And it scared the shatter me like six or seven years ago, and I read it again and it was not that scary.
1: <laughs> I don't I, know. I think it's still kind it's like a
0: when I you aren't prepared for Ito it. Ito
1: does yeah. Then it's then it's free. It's I more think scary. it's it's uh Ito's work it more than like straight out scary, I feel like it has that Eldritch despair. You know what I mean? It's,
0: it's more unsettling, it's more about atmosphere for sure, yeah.
1: Uh also about Shuna's journey, um, it I haven't read it, but I have read Nasaka and the Valley of the Wind. Um, mm. it, the movie is like half of the manga, so there's a lot more to that story. If uh, and it's kind of an amazing story, so I think everyone should go read that. Shuna's journey has a Yakul from uh, you know the deer in Princess Mononoke.
0: Ah yes, and yeah,
1: named Yakul. Um, it has one of those deers in it. So uh, we back. I mean,
0: that's also what. Uh torrent in elden ring is so
1: yeah yeah you're right a torrent is just Yaku. no wonder i like him so much
0: (laughs) cool so yeah so that's it's cool to see recognition uh for for the stuff that we're interested in from uh from the eisner awards there my my guess is they either give this an easy handout to hayao miyazaki to you know Because that's just a name everybody knows, or they maybe look back by Tatsuki Fujimoto. I think that's probably the best thing on here, but I have only read one of these. Um, I'm interested in PTSD radio, uh, because I have heard about that, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, There was one more award segment of the Eisner Awards that had a Japanese creator appear, um, and that was... There is a nominee for Best Writer Slash Artist, which is essentially if you both write and do the art for your comic, uh, you're nominated in this category. And Junji Ito was nominated there for uh, The Black Paradox, The Liminal Zone, etc., for everything they did sort of recently. Um, That nominee is not tied to a specific work. It's just to a creator. So uh, I don't think Junji Ito's going to win that, but you never know. He could. A quick note at the end, just so no one is... uh, is getting matter fuels pissed off. The Eisner Awards are not; they're not manga awards. They're not focused on manga. They have one little manga section, and they recognize. And they Junji Ito. Let me tell you, got lucky to appear. Um, I believe last year or the year before, I want to say Chainsaw Man or maybe what was Fujimoto's last one shot? Not Look Back, but uh, uh,
1: God, it's it's goodbye, the one Ari? with the. Mo- goodbye Airy, Yeah. It's goodbye goodbye
0: Aery might have been nominated last year, although Look Back is technically before. Or sorry. look back is yeah it was before goodbye ari so i don't know i think he's actually nominated for chainsaw man Er, or maybe just for best writer artist a couple of years ago but
1: uh yeah either way I i could see him winning uh i could see ito winning too who knows
0: yeah i wouldn't ito's weird ito kind of is a superstar in the corner of horror manga and he doesn't really do much else but who knows
1: yeah, and he's perfect in that niche, but we all know that horror never wins awards, right? So
0: yeah, horror's not. That's I think that's kind of what my subconscious was telling me there because you said that, and I was like, I, "There's no way Edo wins," and I think there is a subconscious feeling of horror does not win awards. So um, unless shame. they are specifically horror awards. Yeah. Cool. Uh, moving on to just some some more lighthearted stuff. Quick little pow 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 bullet points. Um, so. N- I believe it was this past weekend or very recently, uh, Hiroshi Kamiya got married. This is the voice actor for Araragi, Koyomi Araragi of um, Bakamonogatari fame. And Nisui Isin, the author of Bakemonogatari, wrote him a wedding speech, uh, which I thought was pretty... Was probably... I, I, I. There was a recording of it that I listened to, but it's in Japanese. I don't think it was translated yet. But uh, I'm sure... I'm sure that was amazing because the... The sort of love confession and the love lines that go on in the Mona Guitar series are some of my favorites. So I'm curious to, uh, curious to listen to the translation of that whenever it's out. But I thought that was that's kind really of fun. sweet of him. Yep, uh, uh,
1: it's it's nice that he knows uh, he knows these people on a personal level like this.
0: Yeah, when I was looking up uh Kamiya, I they're pretty I mean they're a very well-known voice actor. They're obviously most I think well-known for Araragi. They're also Captain Levi in Attack on Titan and Yato in Noragami, but I also learned today that they voice someone in One Piece. Do you think you know who it is without looking it up? Um, hold on. Uh who does, who does Captain Levi voice? No, this guy would have been like 5 when it started airing.
1: Um, okay, it's a side character.
0: It is he, yes i i can give you some hints if you want it is a yeah, very, give me a hint give me a hint it is a very main side character i want you to think about captain levi in attack on titan and think who is the most kobe captain
1: wait captain no, you said was levi
0: I was, who's the most captain levi character in one piece who would you relate them the most one-to-one
1: uh i kid you
0: you're on the wrong side of the war
1: uh oh so it's a pirate um it is a pirate Captain Levi, like pirate, yes. Uh, that's not on the crew because he's fair, too young. To it is a that.
0: fairly main focused side character.
1: Oh, uh, Odin.
0: No, I don't know. I, I don't. Know. I give up. This guy voices <laughs> Law. Oh shit! This is I the voice of Trafalgar D. Law. Yeah, I saw no. that and I was like, yeah, that's perfect. I think he probably actually got a lot of his notoriety or fame because he started voicing him back in like 2009. No, because the Mona Guitar series I think started in 08. Or maybe ten. I don't remember. Anyways, I thought that was interesting little little piece of trivia there. That that, that I is saw, interesting. So. Also, also
1: you're right. It is like kind of the equivalent because they both have like the same tired eyes, you know. Yeah,
0: tired eyes, straight man type against some yeah. goofy people. Yeah, uh, very similar there. All right, some some more quick news here. Oshinoko got a season two announced. No surprise there. Anime is. Uh, we're not going to talk sales, but Oshinoko, I think in the last week of sales that we got reported was occupy, I think, nine of the top 20 spots again, as it did two weeks ago also. So nine or 10 of the top 20 spots. Love to see it. Yep, it's a great series. Uh, Kindergarten Wars, Volume 1 and 2. I want to say this is maybe like the third or fourth time I've mentioned Kindergarten Wars getting another print run, and that's because Volume 1 and 2 of Kindergarten Wars are getting their fourth print run, um, which is pretty exceptional. Uh, this is going to be the next smash hit. This is going to be the next Spy Family, essentially, in another maybe year and a half, two years when it gets an anime. Uh, I think this series is great. An official translation is currently underway uh, in the West. I think we're on chapter maybe like six, up to chapter six got published today. I think we're getting like three chapters a week until we're live, so...
1: Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, I, I I think it's a great series, but I'm surprised it is this popular. I I figured it would be more niche, to be honest.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's to me, it hits all the right things. It's goofy. It's funny. It's silly. It has good action. It has good characters. I think you can recommend this to anybody who's, you know, eight years old to a sixty year old. You know, school teacher lady could could be reading this. So yeah, I think it has broad appeal in the same way that Spy Family does.
1: It, it's just it's like a a it's. And this is not a bad thing, but it's a one-gag manga, and that doesn't usually appeal to, like, everyone. So I thought that was, uh...
0: I don't really think it is. I don't know. How many chapters of it have you read?
1: I'm up to date.
0: Okay, on all of it? Alright, it doesn't really feel like a one-gag manga to me. It definitely feels like each character has their one-gag, but they're sort of interacting differently. I don't know. I thought that the Bob Girls story arc was really well told, and so I think that solidified it it as a real a real really good writing as opposed to just like this is really funny and comfy but yeah uh
1: more by one gag i mean the primary gag is that she wants to meet a handsome guy and they all kind of don't meet her very picky criteria and she kills them right and they're all assassins uh that's the main gag i like the gag it still works uh but it, it feels like um stuff like well I guess Psyche K is kind of a one gag manga in that he is psychic, but you can do infinite things with that one gag. So yeah, uh, I can I can see I can see the like the mass appeal of it, you know,
0: for sure. Um, so I take it
1: back. That makes sense.
0: We'll see. I mean, it's massively popular. I think when this gets a good anime, which I think it almost surely will, owned by Shueisha Jump property, so it'll be big. Um, mm-hmm. What else do we got? Dungeon Meshi slash Delicious and Dungeon. Uh, tr- was announced we're getting a trailer for that on the 25th of May. That's a little over one week from date of recording. It's it's probably exactly one week from when you're listening to this or yeah. actually it's probably in the past because you don't have that many listeners. But uh, yeah, hyped for this. Trailer finally. I believe that means that this is probably hitting in fall if we are getting a trailer now. Um, generally trailers air. Uh, potentially it could be summer. But um, yeah, usually trailers air and then you've got a season between that or it airs in the next season so hype for this that's by trigger uh it's gonna be so good i i think it is also uh another one last anime announcement i believe uh medalist Mm -hmm. anime which i believe we talked rumors on sometime in the past two months uh that was confirmed uh by production by katakawa um i talked about medalist a -hmm. month ago three weeks ago maybe on the podcast. super good series, super great sports series. Just in love with those characters and the journey they go on. So really hyped for that. I think the first uh season of that if it's animated well, which I really pray that it is, is going to just absolutely slay. It's a super great series. Um really looking forward to that.
1: Yeah, that's that's awesome. Uh when you when you brought it up, I thought this was like a an old series. So uh cool to hear it's getting an anime.
0: Yeah, very neat. Um a surprise release i guess you could say uh, there was a new one punch man web comic chapter posted I know after. that brother yeah more than two year break from one from the author one doing other things so this is not the Murata redraw update that's published in what is that published in jump plus tonari j whatever um online yep this is the web comic written and drawn by one so he might be getting back to this. I wonder if... I wonder what this signals for the series Versus. I wonder if that has not cut on well and it's maybe facing down cancellation or what. But I don't know if... I don't know if I, the volume I one of fine. Versus has released yet. So I'm not sure if we know the sales. Uh,
1: yeah, I don't, I don't think it, it says anything to, towards any of the series. I think he just has the time, you know, because I think everything else he's just writing, right? Yeah. And I... I uh, I've, I feel like uh, the One Punch Man webcomic, of course, is the source material mostly for mm-hmm. the primary comic. Uh, it was good to see it updated. I, I I caught up on it. I read, like, two or three chapters. I, I missed a few. Um, so, so fucking good. One one just knows what he's doing. Like He's a great it, author, yep. I did not even notice the bad art. And honestly, the art...
0: His art While has improved. Rough, it's r- it I mean, improved, it's still rough, it's still not like, not up to par of sort of like a single creator, most single creator series nowadays, but he is improved by like leaps and bounds over where he started. If you go back and try to read the first 10 chapters of the webcomic One Punch Man and then read the most uh, current 10 chapters, they are, they are miles apart in quality.
1: Yeah, like I, the first few chapters of One Punch Man, I think I could have probably drawn better. Uh, but current chapters, I know I couldn't have drawn better. Like, yeah, I kind of feel the yeah. same
0: way it's like, I am not really an artist, but I could definitely draw better than the first few chapters of one punch man. But the most recent ones are definitely a bit more, uh, definitely more artistic. And I think that's, yeah, I think it's yeah. just cool to see him coming back. I wonder if he just had writer's block and went and wrote a bunch of other stuff cause he published what a one shot or two and then verses probably worked on verses for, you know, a year or close to a year. So he might just be coming back after, after working on other stuff, like you said.
1: Also the the Murata version is different. Um, mm-hmm. like the story is different than the webcomic for the Garou fight. So he he might have just been he may doing have, story yeah. stuff for that. I'm actually
0: you know? I'm actually not totally sure how uh, how involved one is with the rewrites that happen. I wanna say it's probably mostly Murata doing them, but he might be involved week, you know, every week week or two with uh, rewriting the One Punch Man quote-unquote official release no i idea. don't think
1: we we can fully know the whole process but i hear he story he does the story for everything still
0: yeah for sure uh,
1: cool. Uh, i remember like but this is years ago and murata said that on the on a, on a live stream so mm-hmm. who knows if that's still the case but i think it probably is
0: yeah i, I no idea will someone go interview murata i raised my hand slowly um
1: yeah, go to his stream, give him some bits or something and ask him that.
0: I want to sit down in person. Free trip to Japan. Pay for uh,
1: uh, oh, so so you're asking for someone listening to get to get you Asia
0: Fly me to Japan so I can interview Yusuke Murata and ask him a single question. Does one still does one do rewrites on the newly updated uh, publication that you do art for? Cool, thanks. Okay. I'm in Japan uh, now. So, so I'm an expat. Uh, I burned my I burned my uh, burned my passport. Live there forever.
1: You're asking Shueisha for a favor, and l- later in this podcast, we're gonna be shitting on all of the new manga they they put out.
0: Nah, most of them are pretty good.
1: They're, okay. Well, he, some. He, he's of, lying. Only ha- like half of
0: them are pretty good.
1: He, he's lying, but I respect the lie. Yes.
0: Uh, okay. More news. Right. More news. Um, this is one that's. Uh, surprising maybe the series Ganbare Doki-chan ends after 222 chapters I will put that in quotes because it was essentially a one to three page thing every week um yeah and there was no real like announcement I want to say that the main characters kissed each other like last week or confessed three weeks ago or something I don't remember it's not really a a plot heavy thing um but yeah, I don't know. This is I. I love Yam's art. Yam is the artist who does this. Um, I think their uh, Twitter handle is at Yom or something like that. Anyways, Gundam Doki Chan I think is one of the is on the end of. It, I will say it is etchy, but I think it's on the opposite scale of most highly lewd etchy things in that it is generally pretty acceptable to read. 90 percent of the pages in doki chen at work and you would be okay um because it's mostly like office ladies (laughs) so
1: yeah i i I suppose i just i don't like any manga that makes me self-insert um and i i think they like showed the guy's face at the end and people freaked out about that uh, I don't. I don't know. No, he like
0: opened his eyes because he. I think every time they've shown him, he had like the little slit eyes, and he like opened his eyes at the end or something. That was all that I saw. But uh, apparently yeah, the he, guys, he The guy's not he really didn't important. Didn't have eyes. But, yeah.
1: Like they yeah. just didn't like draw in his eyes.
0: Uh, he had gaps. It was a horror manga the whole time. Just, just holes uh, in his Like,
1: eyes. He, it, it's like, a, well, he actually didn't have eyes. He he just. You know how they like do that for kind of self inserted characters? They just. Oh yeah. Don't draw eyes. Just blank.
0: I, yeah, blank face. Yeah. Frieren, yeah. Frieren TV has a new visual uh mm-hmm. airing in fall, so we have confirmation of the timing on Frieren. That is Studio Madhouse animating that. Confirm, it's already Anime of the Year. You can't even question it. um It'll be I hope so. what's it going to be this year? It's going to be Oshino Ko Frieren, because fall is the last season of the Anime of the Year. Yeah,
1: or maybe do they? Uh, do they do is, is Dungeon Meshi not this year?
0: Dungeon Meshi is likely this year. Dungeon Meshi, I think, it. is going to be... It'll either be summer or fall. Um, yeah, and then, of course, the last nominee, which I have a bunch of... rent to girlfriend Season 3! Hyped. <laughs> more rent to girlfriend We're getting is into... It, I actually don't know what this will cover because I haven't watched any of the rest of it, but I just read it. Um, is, I can only consume it once. Yeah. Is Rent a Girlfriend good? He asked, knowing.
1: No, me. no, no! Is the anime good? Is the anime adaptation good?
0: Uh, from what I understand, it's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, Rent a Girlfriend is not a hard adaptation. You draw the cute girls. There's no action. They walk around and do you know slice of life type stuff. Um, this season three might actually have the best arc. Yeah, I think I bet this season three has the movie making arc, which is like the best part. I think we've gotten so far. So this this legitimately, it's not anime of the year material necessarily, but this legitimately might be a generally pretty decent uh, season of television. So
1: uh, Press X to doubt. <laughs> Let's move on.
0: I mean, yeah, who knows. <laughs> okay, so over the last two months, eight weeks or so, we have gotten... This is 11 new series. Uh, Four of these are in Weekly Shonen Jump. Six of these are from Jump Plus. And then one of them is uh, a series by Akasaka that is not being simulpubbed yet. I don't know who the actual uh, publishers of that is. But that's a lot of new series to cover. Now, we've been uh, going week by week as they are released over the weekly Shonen Jump releases. That's Tenmaku Cinema... Kill Blue, Do Retry, and then this past week's um, Nuez Exorcist. We have not, however, really been going over the uh, Shonen Jump Plus publications, although we have mentioned them. Um, I've mentioned Shibatarian and Service Wars, uh, but we haven't mentioned Handsome Must Die, um, Pension Life Vampire, Blooming Love, and Vibration Man. Uh, so we're going to talk just a little bit about all these new series. Which one which one of these are good? Which one of these are bad? Are any of them worth picking up after only... Most of these have... All, the one with the most chapters here is Service Wars at eight. Everything else has five chapters or less. So um, let's start at the top. Uh, let's start with Handsome Must Die. This is by uh, author or mangaka Ashima Astra. Uh, it says two chapters out. This is the uh, pink singing... Guy in in uh the center here. Um Gautam, have you read Handsome Must Die, chapters one
1: and two? no. I, I actually didn't even know this was a Shonen thing, so I didn't I didn't check it out. This is on uh, Jump Plus. Did you read it's,
0: it? I, I have I have read both the things. It is It feels very beginner. It definitely feels uh like a little bit of a new angle on things. The essentially the premise is um, there is a very tall girl with long black hair who is in love with this guy, Idol, who looks almost exactly like her, wears glasses. They meet in the first chapter, and he gets his head blown off by a collar that he is wearing. Um, it is then revealed to her that these these boy idols are... I don't remember... They're like being weaponized or controlled or something strange like that. Um, and so the idea is that... The idea is that there is a um, academy for all these boy idols where they go and train up to be the best. And so, chapter two is she cross dresses, enrolls in, in order to sort of get behind the scenes and learn more. Um, it's it's interesting and fun. It'll probably be a short run, but um, I don't know. I mean, it has some potential. It's fun. The art is kind of interesting. It's what it's an insane funny premise. It is. It, I would say it is an insane. You're exactly right. It's an insane premise, um, but still fun. Uh, I don't hate this. I'm not in love with it. It's like I said. It feels very sort of nubile, very beginner. Uh, like obviously, this author is not hyper established. I don't know if they've done anything else or not. But um, it's definitely not the worst thing on the page here for sure. Um, I would say. I'm trying to think. If I if this was in. I'm trying to think about everything as, like, if, if Weekly Shonen Jump premiered this in their top four, because I'm usually, now that I think about it, a little bit more critical when WSJ puts something out just because I know their quality can be higher and that they should do a better job of all that. Um, mm-hmm. This is probably better than two, maybe three of the new things we got. Uh, not necessarily in the art department, but this feels... I don't know if you've noticed the sort of style of Jump+, Plus, but to me, this feels kind of quintessential Jump+. Plus. Which is Mm -hmm. the art is kind of like you know like a level below where you would want it for for WSJ or another major publication. Um, It's sort of wild and different in a weird way, Uh, but it's still yeah, it's unconventional, but it's still um, still kind of like fun and quality. And I'm glad it's out there. Uh, Like it's sort of like a B movie, but B movies Mm -hmm. can be good. Uh, That that's just kind of a the B tag on the B movie isn't a representation of quality; it is more of money, I would say. So, uh, so. yeah,
1: I uh, honestly Jerry Seinfeld would agree first and foremost. And uh, two, I think that premise alone has sold me into wanting to read it. That sounds nuts.
0: Yeah, I mean, just uh, it's again, all of these are you could spend maybe an hour and a half reading every chapter of all 11 of these series that are just published because most of them only have a couple chapters. Um, For instance, I hadn't read, uh, one of I haven't read, well, let's just talk, let's just move on to the next one. Um, I had Mm -hmm. not read Vibration Man until I picked it up today um, when I read it. And this one is, this one's pretty good, actually. Have you read any chapters of Vibration Man?
1: Yep, one, and it was like the most forgettable thing
0: chapter one is the worst of all the chapters I read. This feels... uh, The premise essentially is there are superpowers. It's kind of like Mm -hmm. it's My Hero Academia, but the main character is instead of being lame and boring and just an absolute pile of garbage like Mm -hmm. Deku is, uh, the main character is like desperately trying to be cool and a goofball and stupid and those are all fun things that we like in main characters. Um, I read chapter two and I, it was a lot, a lot better than chapter one. Um, and I'm three, four, five, all kind of going uh, going in a, in, in a better direction, I would say. This feels very much sort of like um, like My Hero Academia crossed with... Ooh, what can I cross this with? Who's like an idiot main character... That tries he, to be cool. He looks
1: just like the blonde guy, the electric guy in My Hero Academia.
0: Yeah, he does. I'm trying to think of what like who's like a always trying to be. Co- it's Denji. Uh, uh, yeah, that's actually a pretty good yeah. Denji, that's a good call. It I think this is a little bit like My Hero Academia, where the main character was Denji without the like suffering of Chainsaw Man. Um, main character is just kind of an idiot, but he, this, I'm going to, let's compare this to something like, I mean, like in my heroes, like I'm going to be a hero because I really want to be a hero. This guy is just like, heroes are cool. and I want to be a hero. Cause that's cool. And some guys like, I don't know. He, he asked some guy in chapter two or three, he's like. Well, like, who did you want to be when you were little? And he's like, oh, I wanted to be this basketball player. And he's like, didn't you want to be him because basketball players are cool? And he was like, well, yeah. And he's like, I'm the same way. I don't understand how we're different. So (laughs) That's hilarious. Yeah, so this one, I think, again, super easy read. Uh, I could see this gaining a little bit of traction. Um, It hasn't been doing too bad on Reddit. I don't think a couple hundred upvotes uh it's it's chapter one was was definitely the worst chapter i feel like if you just started at chapter two it would almost be a better series but uh who knows so
1: or it should have done what um one of the other manga on here uh did and just drop three chapters at a time
0: three, yeah three chapters at a time is also a good
1: uh or a, a good to start you know
0: yeah yep um do you, you're talking pension life vampire do you want to talk about that one next
1: I was talking about Blooming Love.
0: Oh, Blooming um, Love also, yeah. Pendulite Vampire, uh, I guess, just draw. I think I just picked it up late, but... Uh, we'll save that one to the end, because we have a couple of pictures from that one. Um, let's talk about Service Wars. Speaking of single gag mangas that actually work, this mm-hmm. might be my favorite thing on the page. Um, it keeps... it. Uh, we were worried about this. We talked about, I think, Chapter 1. would have been two months ago now. Um... And I know know that we both expressed concerns about, okay, chapter one was really funny and good, but how long can they keep this going? Um, This can go forever, in my opinion. The series, every chapter has worked. I do not think they've dropped a single chapter in eight chapters that has not worked. They've developed the overarching plot. Character backstory stuff is coming out. Um, There's actually really solid writing behind this, behind Service Wars. And again, it is... Uh, it is still filling that niche that um, Shokugeki no Soma has left about a sort of food service-focused manga. Uh, I know that there's some other kind of more adult-focused ones out there, but yeah, Service Wars by Tsurun uh, Hatomune. Uh, I think it's really good. I It's either first or second of all the things on the page right now, I would say.
1: Uh, I would say it's like, let's see... Third. Have you read all eight
0: chapters that are out so far? I
1: think I, I think I didn't uh, read the latest one, but gotcha. uh, it, it's fine. I I think uh, I, I I felt like the gag got old for me really fast. Um, but I I also think that comedy is like the most subjective thing. That's so. true. This
0: is a comedy gag manga, so and also, uh, also I think yeah. and I talked about. it talked about two months ago but it appeals specifically to me who has worked mm-hmm. in food service probably more than the average person so understandable
1: i don't think it's unfunny though uh it, it, i i think it's just a huge shitpost of a series and that's fine yes. too because uh, i i have was. like a bunch of other shitpost series that i'm reading as well um yeah and it, it's honestly just uh, it's not on, on the series itself it's just hit or miss when you make a shitpost post series uh and It depends on the mood of the person, whether it hits or not. Um, True. For me, it, it it's just it's just okay.
0: Cool. Um, what is up next? Let's talk. Let's go from humor to horror and talk mm-hmm. Shibatarian. Have you been keeping up with Shibatarian by Katsuya Iwamuru?
1: I have not read a single chapter. You still haven't read I, this one? Okay. I, I probably will never. Uh, you but I, should I, check
0: out, you should read chapter one, because chapter one is one of the best one shots I've read. Um, mm-hmm. The chapters afterwards are not great, I would say. It is, so this still? is. Yeah, so we would have talked about this, I guess, five or six weeks ago, uh, Shebatarian is, is on the podcast if you want to check out uh, my full thoughts on it there. Um, it just is kind of treading water. It, uh, it just kind of did its big twist reveal in chapter one. And then it hasn't really done much since then. The art is simple and okay. And it's just one of those things while I'm reading, I just know things are gonna, it feels like things are going to end poorly and it's not going to be satisfying. Um, I'm pretty down on this one now. I almost didn't even pick it back up, but. I might go with two or three more chapters and see if it goes anywhere. Uh, but yeah, this this one's not really doing it for me. Again, I think if you want to read one of the best one-shots of the year, go read just chapter one of Sheepitarian. I think it's worth it to do that. Um, God, every other chapter. I don't think you need to read past chapter one on this. Uh, I would not suggest wasting your time unless this picks up in quality pretty quick. Because five chapters in, we're almost getting, we're getting to the point of a full single volume being out. And... I just am not really buying the first volume of this of this series.
1: How many volumes do you think that you think this gets, or do you, do you think it has legs to be like a long running series, or is this going to be like a short? A I short I
0: mean, the fact that I don't think I think that chapter one was awesome and every other chapter has been pretty bad. I do not think this had legs past chapter one, and I I think I mentioned that on when it premiered. Um, that I didn't think this had legs at all. So my guess is this is two or three volumes. We might get 24, 25 chapters out of it. Um, much more than that, I would be surprised. This does not, no way this goes past 50 or 100 chapters. Just absolutely no way.
1: Got it. Yeah, it's on chapter five now, right? Yeah. Okay.
0: Yes. Um. Let's skip. This is what I know. I'm pretty sure that you've been reading. Um. Let's talk Pension Life Vampire uh, by Shoichi Takuchi. You've been reading this it. one, right?
1: Yeah, that was great. Uh, T- tell me a little
0: it, bit about the premise of it, and we'll uh, we'll talk about it.
1: Uh, yeah, it's it's just it's literally just a vampire um, living in kind of like a domicile housing unit that she runs, uh, kind of like a retired life situation. It's it's more or less a slice of life between like a, a quote unquote vampire hunter and a vampire, um, and it's cute. It's cute and fun, and it is 100% a slice of life and nothing else. Uh, that's n- no sarcasm then, it, there. Yeah. It's just very much a slice of life. If you like slice of life, uh, this is a cute one. Read it.
0: Yeah, this is not too bad. I, I found myself a little bored past in the last, I don't know, two chapters. There's only, how many chapters is that? Four, five Five chapters, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Chapters one and two I thought were pretty kind of interesting. There felt like there was... Even though it's a slice of life, there was some very minor kind of tension between the two leads with their histories, and then after then it's just kind of it's just a typical slice of life thought it was pretty boring i think uh i think if you want a, a be i don't know if it's a better i think if you want a more fleshed out more chaptered version of this um uh, what's the dark skin demon girl one where she's a lolly and then she's big uh oh, yeah
1: yeah uh jay jai
0: jahi jahi yeah. The great Jahi Sama will not be summoned or whatever it's called. I think that series has a lot of similarities where it's sort of like domestic living. the 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 person who owns the apartment is one of the main characters and her sister and stuff. I think that that's kind of the same type of series. And I would say Jahi Sama is better. So Um, far,
1: yeah, I'd agree. Um, I I will say, though, that I think a lot of people will like this series better because Jai's is a piece of shit. You know, like kind of just... uh
0: The hardest part of Jahi is the first like 10 chapters is Jahi... Yeah, Jahi's a piece of shit and only bad things happen to her and it feels really bad. After you get through maybe 10 or 15 chapters, uh it turns into more of like a real like, okay, she has redeeming qualities and she's trying to do good things mm-hmm. and stuff. But yeah, it's very hard to get through this person who's like doing bad things and being punished for it and the world is yeah. just extra punishing her for whatever reason. It kind of feels bad.
1: It, it does. She she gets like overly punished because the yeah. bad thing she does is is like petty, you know, and she mm-hmm. she gets uh, some serious consequences. Um, no, I mean like uh, I I think some people don't like characters that are petty and narcissistic, and yep. Jai is very much petty and narcissistic. And right? she definitely um, starts
0: a more severe version of yeah. that than she evolves into later. So yeah, exactly. Yeah cool yeah so that's uh that's pension life vampire now the thing that threw me off is that apparently a pension is like a type of shared living house isn't Oh okay
1: it l- that makes more sense
0: yeah because i was looking at the at the title of this
1: i thought it was like a retire like thought it was like a reference to retirement from being a vampire um but that, that totally makes sense. That makes way more sense.
0: Yeah, so I, I had to look this up, too, because they were like, oh, and my pension. And I was like, pension-like vampire? That doesn't make much sense. A pension, this is from Wikipedia, is a type of guest house or boarding house, typically used in continental Europe, uh, North Africa and the Middle East, blah, blah, blah. So it's in contrast to bed and breakfast, more usual in the United States, pensions typically offer not only breakfast, but lunch, dinner, sometimes even tea. So mm. very much just sort of a, a shared living short shortish medium rental type property. So pension life that vampire is essentially sense. like boarding house life vampire. So that that makes much more sense than retirement. Yeah. So
1: I thought it was like a retired life vampire kind of thing.
0: That's what but I thought no, reading that, it at first yeah. too and I was like this doesn't make any sense. And then yeah, so I had to look up the Got it pension. That makes sense. Cool, Uh, let's talk about the last one that is not a Weekly Shonen Jump series, and we'll do all the jump stuff together, so let's talk about uh, Renai Daiko by Aka Akasaka, writer and Nishizawa 5mm artist. Um, Two chapters of this, we talked about chapter one, I think two weeks ago, very briefly. Um, Oh
1: dude, I did not know chapter two dropped. Uh, Only a couple days ago. It's.
0: Sort of the same feeling. Uh, you get a little bit more background into who the guy really is. The guy's- Okay, I was going to say, we needed that. Yeah, the guy I think is like more of a troublemaker and stuff in the back. So it, it essentially just kind of does the guy's side of the of the stuff. But um, I like this so far. It isn't as strong a start as- uh, Kaguya? As Love is War, as Kaguya, or Oshinoko, I would say. Um, but it's still pretty good. Um, and I Akas writing it and I don't, the man can do no wrong in my mind. So I think this will end up being pretty good no matter what.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think I would agree with the chapter one that it, it wasn't as strong of a start, but I, I, I thought it was still good. It was probably better than most things here. Uh, yeah, I mean, page, I, I would
0: argue this is this is better than pretty much everything we're about to talk about from Weekly Shonen Jump, except maybe Tenmaku Cinema, but I would even put them on maybe about the same. They're sort of different, but...
1: I like Blooming the best. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I think, uh, I think all in all, uh, it has like a strong, I, I think it has legs, right? I think it has a strong enough start. Yep. I think it's, we're just comparing it to other Akka works, right? It's like comparing, comparing it to the best. Either way, uh, I'm interested to see where it goes. I want to go read uh, chapter two after this.
0: Yeah, for sure. Check it out. Um, that is Renai Daikyo. I, uh, this one's pretty good. This was in the top half of the stuff on the page, I think for sure um Mm -hmm. but yeah so let's hit let's hit the block in order of the new weekly shonen jump series um they i think we are probably in agreement here that they are pretty much already ranked strongest to weakest based on the time that they released um the time that they released here would be uh, Ted Maku Cinema by Yutu Tsukada, art by Saiki, That's the combo who did uh, Shogeki no Soma. That was published first. I think that's the best. Um, Kill Blue by Tadatoshi Fujimaki was published next, uh, and then do I have Oh Do Retry by Jun Kirazaka published after that? And then we will talk about Nue's Exorcist uh, a little bit deeper in the more. Um, uh, you could maybe swap the the latter three around a little bit, but. You can agree or disagree with this take. Uh, Tenmaku cinema is good. Everything else is pretty bad.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to put yeah, it simply, I completely agree. Yeah.
0: yeah. Not even like oh, it's just average or whatever. I man, let's okay. Well, let's let's start off on a high note. Let's talk about Tenmaku cinema. Um, five chapters. This are out. Uh, this is really solid. Uh, this is going to stick around and jump for a while. I think this is a this is a proven pair who wrote you know three hundred chapters of Shokugeki no Soma. Which sold like, like hotcakes, and had a great anime for two and two two and a half seasons until it got bad animation and bad writing and who knows. Um, this is really good so far. I really like it.
1: Uh, I really like it too. I, I have a great time with it. I do wonder one thing about it that I'll bring up a little later. But let's talk about what we like about it. Um, personally, I think uh, the characters are all fun. Mm-hmm. The character designs are also like. I feel like the art is just this guy's strong suit. It's I mean, Shun is... very good, yeah. Yeah,
0: I mean, honed in the halls of hentai, and yeah, the, he's an amazing artist, so...
1: I think the main character looks uh, generic, and Soma did not look generic, which is my mm-hmm. one piece of feedback so far, but I do think the main character's interesting. Like, uh, even though he looks generic, I think he's an interesting character, so yep. it balances out.
0: And I, I wonder since they've sort of made the main character a direct the director of this thing i wonder if he will evolve into uh, have a more visual interesting visual character design later on i think that's i think there's a potential for that but
1: he'll get a hat
0: i mean i'm thinking like a hat or sunglasses or a scar you know like just a little accent piece or something yeah um something that he needs but yeah i mean generally i like the three main characters we've met i like the side characters are good the story is interesting there's a little bit of mystery which i think every new series should incorporate even if it's resolved in the first volume um the little bit of mystery of the sort of ghost author not really knowing why he's not credited on the movie that he claims to have written even though he knows the, he wrote the it
1: the literal ghost writer
0: yes the literal the literal ghost writer uh the, the the named Tenmaku of Tenmaku Cinema. Um yep. I love that there's that little that little mystery in there. Uh little things like that for me especially really really help me buy in and keep reading a story cuz like there's something I'm curious about finding out. Like I want to know why he was left out. That's I mean as as much as you I would say it is generally easier to get people invested in an interesting plot than it is interesting characters, especially depending on the skill of your writing. Uh, so introducing a mystery like this is good. S- because if the characters were weaker, I would still be interested in the plot point, uh, but the characters are good here. So, yeah, I mean, Tamaku Cinema, like I said, I think this is this is sticking around long-term. This is going to be a good series. Uh, yeah. Anything else about it?
1: Uh, yeah, so I, I think we are in the setup phase of the story and the fact that we like it in the setup phase is a good sign uh, my my second thing is I think food is kind of relatable to everyone like mm-hmm. it's appealing to everyone like what a cooking contest we like people Hell's Kitchen is popular everywhere right like everyone wants to co- watch it I mean that, but, Food
0: Network cooking shows yeah cooking YouTube is huge and that's like the only thing I consume on YouTube almost so yeah
1: uh with that said, I'm not sure about the broad appeal of the filmmaking process or film analysis. I like it, but I don't know if that's uh how widely like relatable that is for the general general public. So I guess we'll have to see.
0: Yeah, I think that's a I think it's a good concern to call out. I will say, uh, I mean, behind the scenes and the movie making process and stuff I'm thinking of stuff on YouTube like Corridor Crew, who does VFX sort of breakdowns of stuff. Those, I mean, those have huge viewers, huge fans, tons of people of behind-the-scenes stuff, making of movies. Um, They don't get as technical as Tenmaku has been getting. I think the danger that it needs to watch out for is getting too technical. Um, I think the more that they can keep it kind of uh, very... So, Shokugeki no Soma didn't get too technical on the cooking, but they did sort of use, like, one major technical thing per, like, battle, essentially, right? Um, But they weren't saying, like, oh, that guy is brunoising this and sautéing that and using all these you know words and talking about multiple technical things in every single battle. It was like, oh, this is the battle of this ingredient or this technique and that's what we're focusing on. Um, and I think that works really well because people can grab onto a single ingredient or a single technique. Um, I think I, I, I see where your concern is coming from because I think I have the same one and that's it. If they are using whole chapters to go through what kind of camera they need and you know, what scripting looks like and what storyboarding and blah, blah, blah. Like if they get too caught up in the details of technicalities that I think will do it a disservice. Um, I think these two know how to handle the sort of include one, the the technical stuff. Uh, I have not felt overwhelmed so far, so we'll see. I
1: haven't either, but I don't, I don't think either of us would feel overwhelmed by this because I I personally find it interesting. Right. Um, But I can see how this wouldn't be appealing to someone who isn't into film analysis or isn't into I don't know the the process of making a movie movie making Better, yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: so let's now let's talk about the uh let's talk about the bad series um yeah. kill blue kill blue to me is just boring it's just so boring it has nothing going for it it isn't necessarily bad it's also not good um and I think boring is death in weekly shonen jump it doesn't have anything interesting going for it. It's one sort of interesting niche is just so blown out of the water by Sakamoto Days being better and that's the kind of like assassin in a creative situation because he's a school kid now. But it just doesn't, I mean, nothing in this holds my attention at all. The old, the one thing I mentioned, I think I mentioned this when we were talking about chapter one a, m- a month ago or so, um, was I said, oh, you know, if they develop the relationship between like his His ex-wife, who's the doctor who's treating him. They haven't done anything with that. Uh, They introduce this new girl who's just forgettable but involved somehow. I know that I said that a good plot mystery can keep me involved. I don't really care about the the plot mystery here because the plot mystery is who made the thing that turned him into a kid. The problem is he's never not going to be a kid because he's always got to be a kid because that's what the story is.
1: Hey, lucky for you, the main character doesn't seem to give too much of a shit about the plot mystery either.
0: <laughs> that is true. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. Anything else to say about Kill Blue? The art is is fine, better than the uh, the uh, last two we're going to talk about, but still not not great. I would say.
1: Uh, I I think I might like it a little bit more than you, but I I still think it's bad. Uh, I I don't think it's that. I thought it got a better after chapter one but I thought chapter one was horrible. Um, yeah. I, the I the parts I like, it, it does try to differentiate itself from Sakamoto days. All of its action parts are the worst parts. All of him yeah. kind of understand, trying to understand the younger generation are better parts to me, but also there are so many other manga and books and anything that just do it better. Right. So yeah, I
0: think, I think you, you've unlocked an answer in my mind with, with what you just said, this is trying to do too much. I think. I think this is trying to be a like a school slice of life comedy thing with an old guy in school. It's also trying to be an action shonen. It's also trying to be this sort of spy mystery thing, um, and it like isn't executing any of them at a level above what other series. Right? Sakamoto is a better spy action thing. Uh, almost anything is a better school slice of life. I mean, uh, you could Renai Daikyo is is way better already for that. Um, Blooming Love, which we'll talk about, we'll talk about in a little bit, much much better than that. Yeah, it's just trying to do too much, right? It's trying, it's trying to put every "quote unquote" good idea in a box and do everything, and it needs to focus on one. Um, yeah, I don't. This one, even though I think the other two, the other two we're about to talk about, Do Retry and New Age Exorcist, I think are potentially had worse starts. I actually think that kill blue is my least favorite just because and i've said this before boring is the worst thing you can be at least try to be interesting or fun or do something exceptionally well uh and i would i think the do retry and new Age exorcist have at least one thing for them where i'm like okay this part of it is i think pretty good kill blue i don't think any part of it is pretty good <laughs> i think it's all boring or mediocre
1: for me it's kind of the opposite not really an opposite when we we hate all these. I, I think Kill yeah. Blue has like one or two things going for it, and the other two have like negative things going for it. I, I yeah. feel like they're so bad they dipped into the negative somehow. Yeah,
0: I Kill Blue, if Kill Blue is a four out of five at all parts of it, I think that I appreciate more that Do Retry and Noise Exorcist have one or two things that I would rank at like a six or a seven and everything else is a two or a three. Somehow that's more interesting to me than everything being a four or a five, like Kill Blue is.
1: Uh, I'd say, like, Nui's Exorcist is maybe a 1 or a 2 out of 10 for
0: me. Yeah, we Uh, will talk about it when we get there. Um, So, yeah, so Kill Blue, I don't... I mean, I hate to call it so early, four chapters in, but I do not see this lasting. This one might... I will say, this one might survive a first wave of axes Mm -hmm. and might make it to the next wave, which would put it at 25 or 50 chapters, but yeah i this is not a long-term series i see making it
1: i i think Tenmaku is the only one that will make it but i think the second best chance is this one yeah uh, and i only think that because of the school setting you know like a, yeah. it's a freaky friday situation is school setting i think that just has some attached appeal to it you know what i mean
0: yeah, I'm gonna disagree with you because I think the second best chance of making it is actually this next one. Um, let's talk about "Do Retry" by June Kirazaka. This is the uh, late '40s, early '50s period boxing piece whose chapter one I absolutely shit on in the solo podcast I did last week because I oh hated... did you oh I hated chapter one of this. Um, oh yeah, but I, I thought I did chapter too. two chapter two was much better for me. Although the comments I'm seeing did not agree with that. Now, um, I, I did you read one? did you read chapter one and two of this? Yeah. Um, I appreciated. So in chapter one, I talked about it last week. You'll listen to it. Boxing kid, his dad, there's all this stupid bullshit about power of heart, which I think is just the dumbest shit in the world. It's the power of friendship shown trope, but a worse version of it. And it's just drilled into your brain in chapter one. And I hated that. Um, Chapter 2 to me showed a little bit more of a lighthearted side, um a little bit more of a kind of cartooniness, right? Like the main character gets punched and it's like, "Oh, the fist goes all the way through him and his back stretched out," which I thought lightened up the mood, um and made it felt in chapter 1 like it was taking itself way too seriously, and I thought chapter 2 lightened it up and I liked that a lot. I think that this series is going to work much better when it's a little bit more goofy, a little bit more cartoony. It kind of lets itself be a little bit more free and wild from the confines of reality. Um and I think it did that in chapter two and I think that's why I enjoyed it more. I also think and the reason I disagreed with your previous take is I think that the I think that one, this is a sports manga and we do not have a currently uh currently running sports manga in Weekly Shonen Jump. So I think that that is a missing niche that some, potentially a lot of people are going to grab onto, um, whenever it gets to the sports stuff, cause it hasn't gotten there yet. Um, uh, I also think that the period piece Japan of that sort of late, the early fifties, late forties, post-war Japan, I think that's a really interesting setting. And I, I think that's one of those things where I was talking about, I rate, um, I rate Do Try a little bit higher on a couple of those things. I think the setting for Do Try is easily my favorite, even of the top four, right? Because it's high school setting, high school setting, high school setting, uh, post-war Japan boxing. It's like, okay, post-war Japan boxing or three high school settings, it feels like no contest to me. The post-war Japan boxing feels like a much, much more interesting setting uh, than the other three. So um, I don't, I still think that the writing and this, everything else in this is is pretty bad. Uh, but for Japan, I I also think Japan might like this more than the West because if this was about 1950s America or, you know, post American revolution or something, that's something that if you as someone living there and maybe experienced that, uh, has a potential to catch on more. I also wonder if this appeals to an older crowd because they might know more things from, you know, the 50s, or maybe their parents knew things from the 50s that they experienced. Um, I think Do Retry has a chance. I ho- I think it improved in Chapter 2. I hope it keeps improving. Um, I've got my eye on this one as the sort of potentially curious dark horse. Uh, that being said, it's it's still bad. I still don't think this is very good. So if it stays not very good, I don't think it has a chance, but uh, I think this has a little bit more going for it than, than Kill Blue does. So how do you feel about Do Retry?
1: Uh, I'd like to preface this, these next two manga that we're going to talk about by saying I'm going to be very negative. Uh, and, and I feel bad, but hey, you know what? It's not my fault that they released two pieces of shit in a row. Um, yeah. It, I thought I don't really agree. Uh, effectively, I thought the setting is completely squandered. It's a tonal mess, right? They, they went for the serious stuff, which works for the setting. On yeah. a very shallow level, in, in the first chapter, I didn't like it. The goofy stuff kind of invalidated the whole tone of it. Um, I, it's like I, I don't. Doesn't your sister have like, uh, what was it? Was she a polio? Like, uh, no, she had no, like, some she had, like uh, pneumonia or pneumonia.
0: something. Like that. Yeah, one of those things. I. Good, good call out. I I definitely agree. I think that a lot of people were thrown off by the tonal shift. I think in my mind, I was just thinking I hate how serious this is when it seems like it should be goofy. And so I think the tonal shift for me shifted it into where I thought it was supposed to be. But you were absolutely right that the tone between chapter one and chapter two are completely different, which I think, again, is bad writing in general. So
1: yeah, but and you know, like while the setting is an interesting one, I'm like, I'm glad that people are Going outside of high school settings, uh, but I, I don't, I don't feel like the setting is well. It hasn't been utilized properly yet, and mm-hmm. I feel like a goofy tone in a World War Two setting where everyone's like struggling and poor is just. Uh, I don't, I don't know how they get, they're going to make that work. Uh, but I guess we'll see. I, I'm hoping Chapter Three is better. I, I don't really have anything positive to say about it. I think I hated the characters. Yeah. Um, I definitely hate this writing, main character a lot. Yeah. this
0: is uh, tied for my least favorite main character for the last these last two we'll talk about. But he's uh,
1: awful. Uh I did like. Okay, bad. so one good thing I, I do have one positive that I I personally like the art style. I the art I is it's pretty it's charming.
0: Yeah, and I I it's like 90s, the art. Right? It's wet. Wh- yeah.
1: It's like a 90s style, yeah. It's like an older. It feels art a little
0: style. bit looks kind of more old school, um, and I think that I think that part of it because I agree, I do think the art here is is probably the best of the last three, um, excluding Shinsaiki of Tenmaku Cinema. Um, mm-hmm. I think that when the, he drew the more goofy, kind of stylized action stuff, I think that was my favorite part of the the like like I said, I mentioned the panel where the the main character sort of gets punched by the big dude, and it kind of goes all the way through his chest. Like that's good art. That's good it's good action stuff. Um, I liked that more than the stuff in chapter one. So yeah, this is definitely one where because chapters one and two were kind of so vastly different in tone. Um, will chapter three be a completely different tone or will it be chapter one serious tone or will it be chapter three or chapter two's more lighthearted tone? Is he going to do, uh, is it going to start with a training arc? Is it going to be put into the, you know, be put into a fight? Um, I personally don't I'm not know if this sure. is salvageable. And I don't I know where this that. is going. Yeah, I, I mean, look, like I,
1: Vibration Man is salvageable because our only issue with Chapter One was that it was very generic, right? Yeah. We didn't like hate the characters uh, here. I, I don't know if I can like something where I, I just find the characters generic and unlikable. Yeah. But I, I guess we'll see. Uh, I, I'd be happy to be proven wrong. I'm, I'm not rooting for any of these to do bad or be bad, but. I I don't really see a way out.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, it's true you don't you don't necessarily want something to fail, but there is a I will say just because we've we've talked about this extensively, we've been through two cancel cycles and now two big release cycles doing this podcast. Um mm-hmm. there is a feeling that I get that I think some other people probably also get of well, when something's canceled, something new has a chance to come in, and if that's if something else new has a potential to be good, and this is already bad, why not give something new a chance? So, it's hard to say that you're rooting for something to fail, but at the same time, I like, guess on the
1: other side of that of what you just said, because like I agree, it like opens yeah. up a slot for something else that could potentially be better, but with how frequently series get canceled. Um, I, I I feel like people don't commit to anything or give anything a chance anymore because they mm. see it as inevitability. Uh, and I hope that mindset... I know that mindset's fostered in our manga, like, uh, but I, I don't know if Japan shares that mindset where they see something even a little bit middling and they're like, okay, this is fucked. I'm done with it, you know?
0: Yeah, it is. I mean, essentially, I mean, this is a... Ta- brief tangent, this is a issue for arts and entertainment in general at large, I would say, is that there are now so many things vying for your time and attention online and in person and everything. I mean, the other thing is that art it compoundingly grows, right? If I wanted to say, I feel like I was kind of lucky to get in, to get seriously into sort of like movie and Um, story, kind of like deep dive uh, type of stuff when I did because I got in late 90s, early 2000s, around that age. And I had 30 or 40 years of history to go through if I wanted to catch up with, for instance, like all the great movies. Like I went and I've watched almost kind of like all the great classics from about 1940 to, you know, the year 2000s. Um, I've seen a lot of that. It's been 23 years since I have gone and done that. There is now 23 more years of movies that I have to watch. And there's also now, you know, tw- 20 more years of TV shows that I have to watch since I you know I haven't been actively wa- have be watching TV. There's 20 more years of books. Um, and books go back yeah, even farther. there's unlimited content, right? There's unlimited there's good things. There's just so many things vying for your attention that... Again, when stuff like this comes out that is that is, you know, bad or middling or I mean and we've I've said this phrase a lot, I think you have too, it's just not worth your time because there's so many other good things out there. Like and I'll make time for a good series. I think I think everyone will. I think when you find something you love or any kind of art to consume that really grabs you, you go, well, I have to make time for this. Um but because there's so much competition in movies and especially in manga. I mean, there's so many manga being published in, in eight weeks. We have 11 new manga here and this doesn't stop. Yeah. There's going to, I mean, this is kind of the new season, so it'll slow down, but there's probably a, there's a bunch of new stuff every single day in our manga. There's 15, one shots all vying for your attention with thousands of upvotes that I don't click on. Cause that, um, all that content is stupid and fluffy and etchy, And I just hate it all. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is very much a sort of like, this is, you know, you very quickly have to grab someone. You very quickly have to ask for their attention and their investment. And if you can't do that fast enough, um, that's, I, fair. that's on there's you, right? so much other art to consume. Like, for instance, I, it isn't like, it isn't like me not reading do retry every week it means that I'm bored. I, right? Like in the past, and this is maybe more like 30 or 40 years ago. Um, in the past, if you, you know, weren't watching whatever the the syndicated TV was every single night, like you might have like a hole, you know, and you might have nothing to do on Thursday night if, uh, I, this is maybe 20 years ago, but like if Friends doesn't come on Thursday night, oh, your Thursday night's free now. What are you going to do? And you have a space and time. Whereas now I think every free space is filled with social media or some other type of art. So it doesn't, it, you don't feel bad for dropping stuff because it's, that free time is instantly filled. So That's Anyways. a
1: good point. Because you like I, I suppose entering this industry at this point, uh and not just the manga industry, like you said, but entering the, Any the arts entertainment, entertainment industry. Yeah. yeah, uh you have to realize that people don't owe you a chance. You have you have one shot to capture them and if you can't, then even if the rest of what you write is fantastic, you can't blame it for failing because you didn't you didn't catch the magic in a bottle when you had that opportunity. And I guess that's just the reality of it.
0: Yeah, uh, makes it's... Sense. I mean, it's extremely cutthroat. And like we said, you know, manga, I would say, is... Although all good mangas are allowed to exist beside each other, um, the sort of limited numbers of slots in, in Weekly Shonen Jump means that there, I mean, essentially is competition, right? If you were you're not being ranked against other magazines. You're being ranked against everything else in Weekly Shonen Jump. And if you're bottom three or four, you're canceled. Like, that's that's how it works in Weekly Shonen Jump. It is, a, you know, it is a ordered ranked system, and if you're at the bottom, you are canceled. So that kind of... They don't say it's a competition, but it is kind of a competition, and you're rooting for your people to win. Like, we're, you know, seeing Sakamoto Days rise through the... You know, rise through the rankings, and that's I. That's satisfying to see from my love end because I it. love love yeah. soccer motor Days. So seeing these at the bottom in a competition, it feels bad to say, but it's kind of like well, they deserve. You know, they deserve to lose. They deserve to be. The survival there. They of the fittest kind of a thing. Yeah, exactly. Survival of the fittest. Yep, absolutely. Um. So, anyways, uh, speaking. Actually, let's. Uh, I think I put Did I put Bloom into you next. I did. Let's. Uh, we're gonna talk about New Age Exorcist, but. We've spent the last 25 minutes being uh, severely critical on Weekly Shonen Jump. Let's hop over to Jump Plus and talk about a really good series that came out. This is the last one of one of the new ones that's published... <laughs>
1: the opposite uh, of a compliment sandwich is a, a negativity sandwich where we use yeah, negative, s- positive, <laughs> negative.
0: <laughs> yeah, but hey, you you, you want to break up all the negativity with something that is uh, really True. legitimately good. So this is a yeah. this is a series called Blooming Love by Daichi Kawada. Why don't you tell me a little bit about the premise here, Gautam?
1: Actually, it's yeah, it's it's very simple. Um, these two are uh seemingly opposite types of personalities, and they they meet by circumstance in. Uh, this guy is in the art club, the only one in the art club, and she is using the room to practice her art, though she is not in the club. Um, and they they kind of meet circumstantially when he's trying to make a box, and he's doing a complete garbage job. And she tells him that, and makes a box uh, for him. And in reverse, she is working on her, he, on her uh, art skills, her drawing skills, and is pretty mediocre at that. And... Likewise uh he offers feedback to her. The premise sounds incredibly simple because it is and it does not do anything new at all, but it doesn't need to. Uh it executes that simple premise well. It has great character designs and
0: uh, really good art too. I'm looking at this page and, and this is actually like super. Like this is the action I, I paneling the that floral. I talk about. <laughs> like
1: the... Yeah, that's great. Uh I I think like wh- while it doesn't do anything new whatsoever I don't think it fails on any level either. I think uh, I was interested and had a good time reading all the way through. Like, and you, oftentimes these um, romance manga have kind of critical points of maybe misunderstanding or like a dramatic moment. I don't think this even had a dramatic moment. It just it felt like normal progress.
0: It feels very Reiwa, Rewa era romance, right? It feels very much like we're not beating around the bush. We're just going to get straight straight into these two like each other. Let's go, you know, dating yeah. in 20 to 30 chapters and move on from there. And
1: uh, he he's kind of just like a, a nice nerdy guy. And she is a very stoic, straightforward, uh, craftsman type girl. Well, she's, and-
0: uh, she's specifically, is she called a, a gyaru, right? Because she like dyes her hair blonde and...
1: Oh yeah, I guess so. Um,
0: and like, dress is pretty or whatever. She's like,
1: yeah, I, I, I guess so. I, I I don't know the like the technical definition, but um, I think yeah, you're I right.
0: yeah, I'm not sure what qualifies or not, but I think she kind of falls into that.
1: So yeah, I either way, it's like I'm struggling to describe this plot without making it sound boring because it's a very simple plot to describe, right? Yeah. Um, but either way, uh, don't take my word for it. Uh, check out the first. Few cha- the first three chapters dropped all at the same time. Yeah, I think I four think it chapters. Got right now, progressively better. So yep.
0: Yeah, this is this is really good. I I am loving this. You're you're. I don't want. You're right that I don't want to sell it short with. It's not doing anything new. I think that um, in publishing there's the well in lots of art um, like selling. I guess you could say there's this. There's this idea of the strange attractor. What is the one sort of different thing about your story that will get people to buy in? And this, you're right that this doesn't do much different. But I think the sort of strange attractor here is like this girl is a is a craftsman of what is it like sake barrels or no drums right? She drums, makes drums for yeah. the, um, and that's for that's sort of your, and... yeah for all the all the parades and stuff that Japan does the festivals. Um, and that's kind of like the strange attractor, right? It's like, Oh, she's like a woodworking craftsman who's really good at like making these drums and working with wood and doing construction thing. And that's kind of the more, the interesting part of it. A guy being good at drawing that shows up in, uh, yeah. in Nagatoro and a couple of other things. So yeah, you're right. said, there's not really anything new except for, I think the girl being a craftsman, which I think is the most interesting part. Um,
1: you're right. Uh, that is an interesting character because, and also, you, you don't see like uh, female craftspeople ever represented. So that's that's also interesting. Um, more so, what I was trying to get at is that uh, it's pretty formulaic, but it has its fundamentals down pretty mm-hmm. much perfectly. And uh, so it wasn't meant to be a negative. It was more so. It's just so fundamentally solid in how well it's written and how well it's drawn that I I think it's just very strong. So I think this is one of the better ones on the, on the list of 10 we saw.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. You're yeah. A good call out there because you're absolutely right. This doesn't really do anything new, nothing super interesting, one strange attractor, but yeah, it's just got the fundamentals down of, I understand these characters. I understand what they want. I understand what they offer to each other as a couple, which is clearly where this is going. Um, which is a pretty key romantic thing of like, what are you, you know, what either what hole or does the partner fill or what complementary sort of personality and stuff do they bring? So, yeah, I mean, all and you're right, fundamentally, all of that stuff works for me. This is this is a super good, um, super good writing. This reminds me a lot of the early chapters of um, Sona Bisqdal. I don't know if you feel the same way, but oh, yeah, sort it's of nice. the kind of like craftsman on one side, the kind of two um, complementary artistic endeavors feeding into one another. It feels very much like that to me. So,
1: Oh, you're, you're absolutely right. Yeah. That's a good comparison. Um, agreed. You
0: have one more picture. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, anything else to say on Blooming Love by Daichi Kawada?
1: Uh, no, I think it's great. I think it's a quick read. So, uh, anyone listening, go check it out. If you like romance manga, if you don't, then, uh, I, I don't know. Go read something else.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll, talk about One Piece later. No. we were Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Just go read One Piece.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is good. I will say um, something... Uh, these characters, I relate to something in these characters. You'll have to tell me if you have this thing. I was talking to one of my other friends about this. I have this thing where if I, like, meet somebody or, or, or know someone like a personality or whatever, uh, even on YouTube or something, um, and any person I know, I can be talking. We, I can be like, oh, they're nice. They're my friend. Whatever. If they put a microphone in their face or get up on stage and if they start to sing and they have an awesome voice, I am like instantly in love with that person. Like, I'm oh, not even yeah. kidding. This is like an instant fall in love. Like, oh my God, they can sing. Like, they can do this artistic thing. It's But it's it's not just singing. It's like a lot of artistic things, right? Like if someone sat down and just started drawing and I was like, oh my God, they can they can do art. They can draw. That's so cool. Like, I instantly fall, fall in love is maybe too strong of a phrase, but like something about that, like, Oh my God! They can like they have practiced and dedicated and are really good at this artistic thing. Um, that like super gets me to buy in, and I think I, that this I is think a human both the
1: experience, yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, I don't know if that's shared by everybody or not. I, it, I
1: it, it it is, and I'll give you a perfect example for it. And it's uh, it's not just like art; it's uh, human beings are attracted to talent, or mm-hmm. um, it, it's one talent and also people trying. You know, people. Trying and expressing a skill.
0: Proactivity Um, in general, yep.
1: Yeah, those are just attractive traits. But uh, here's an example. Um, You know how in Hollywood there are a bunch of heartthrobs throughout the years? Like Brad Pitt was a heartthrob because he's just hot.
0: Potentially Um, still is, but yeah.
1: He still is. Like, people love him. Um, 50,
0: whatever, yeah. But
1: consider Adam Driver, right? He's not conventionally attractive, but he's still a heartthrob that, like... People go crazy about,
0: yeah.
1: But that's because he's a phenomenal actor, and I think that rewired my brain and a lot of other people's brains yeah. into thinking he is like hot now. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I, I don't. The, he's not. Yeah. Yeah. Conventionally, he's not like the Hollywood uh, stereotypical hot heartthrob. But like, I think, exp- like displaying the competency makes him so.
0: Yeah. I, for me specifically, I, I think you're right in all accounts. I think for me specifically though, like I, I have like met people and then seen them like, there was a girl I knew at work a couple of years ago who was like, oh yeah, like I do powerlifting in shows and it like, that doesn't have the same appeal to me as, as someone pulling out like an artistic endeavor. So th- I think well, what, that maybe that she,
1: part's... What if you were at a powerlifting tournament and saw her there and she did great? See, that, I, I think that would change things, right?
0: Uh... I don't. I mean, it. Not. I don't know. Not in the same way. I. I I do agree that it's like wow, winning and trying and putting forth effort. Like those are all definitely like desirable traits. But for for me specifically, something about sort of like expressing that artistically is just a degree, a degree and a half above any other thing. Like
1: that makes sense. And I think that aligns with your hobbies, right? Like probably uh, yeah. 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 If,
0: If they're doing something that I having some investment in right they're doing art or writing or movies or whatever so yeah
1: and uh that's also like uh advice to just people in general is uh doing your own thing and trying your best is a cool trait absolutely uh, I, I i think it, it it is a cheat code to being attractive so just uh try your best True. at something
0: Alright, let's open the door to the bathroom and take a big ol' shit on New A's Exorcist.
1: Alright. I think it I think it uh shits on itself pretty hard. But yeah, I'd be we happy don't to buy n- on. We don't
0: need to do a whole lot. Uh the premise here essentially is no name main character whose name I don't even remember. Uh, meets this demon girl in school who is haunting the school. The essential premise is okay, it's it's Bleach, except if it's literally Shinji bleach. um
1: it's the protagonist instead of Ichigo, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's it's Bleach, except the girl is not a Shikanami. Is that who the Bleach people are? I don't remember. But um, she's a ghost, and she has ghost powers. And, oh, she controls the... If there's too many bad feelings, it creates too many ghosts. She cleans them up. Um, if too many bad feelings coalesce, they turn into, like, a bigger demon. Um, that's the premise here. If you're so wondering, like, wow, that sounds... Like, I think this is the most generic thing I mean this feels to me like what was the Dororan? this feels like th- that but
1: this is a copy and paste from this guy's canceled series from Weekly Shonen Jump called Bone Collector. This is oh, a copy really? and paste. Oh Uh yeah except it, like Bone Collector wasn't in a school setting, I think.
0: Oh uh, interesting. But it's now, it's I'm... like a,
1: a main guy that uses like the main girl's power like a and the main girl's like a like a little demon spirit thingy. oh gotcha. it's like, like, like a one.
0: partnership thing.
1: Okay. Yeah, exactly. I'd
0: heard some people... Yeah, I people had mentioned Bone Collector uh, in the threads for this, which I haven't read. Um, it probably, if it's as good as this, I do not want to read it, so...
1: It is a little better, but yeah. that's not uh, saying much.
0: For, for high points and things I liked, I liked this page where they're playing video games and he's like, this spirit person is a hardcore gamer. That's cool. That's fun characterization. I appreciate that. Um, the main character's design... I don't like this. Do you like this? I hate this main character's design.
1: I don't understand it.
0: I also don't understand ha- it. Like, I get that you're supposed to make... To his face. Yeah, it's like he has black hair and a black thing under his eye. Um. Anyways, the so the other high point for me, which is something I mentioned earlier, that New Age Exorcist does something good. This, the first demon that shows up to fight, I think has, like, a sick design. Like, I think this the, the design of this bad demon... It's a good demon. Do I even, it's only in this speech. Okay. The design of this bad mm-hmm. demon is, like, really cool. It's, like, this interesting sort of, like, mummy, like, almost Bloodborne hat kind of dark deal. I don't know. I thought it was just a really cool design. And I also really liked. Um, it is a
1: cool design, but it's also just Diz from Kingdom Hearts. So, uh.
0: Yeah. Kingdom. It very much does look like Diz from Kingdom Hearts. That's absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, but King, I would say Kingdom Hearts has generally pretty good character design, but I, and I don't have the page on here, but I did really like, uh, in the previous page to this thing showing up, this guy loses his arm in a surprising fashion. That's a really good, interesting storytelling technique to to raise the stakes. You like aren't sure how high the stakes are going to be, and then one of your classmates, boom, instantly loses an arm. It's like, okay, I now understand, you know, how the the risk is is life and limb, or at very least limb here. Uh, mm-hmm. Other than that, hyper generic, literally just bleach again. Apparently, literally just bone collector. Um, the girl's design yeah. is fine too. Uh, the only thing this thing really has going for it is character design and it's not all the characters. It's only some of the characters because the two lead <laughs> guys here are not interesting at all. I don't like the lead guys cowardice. I kind of get it, but it's, well, man, it's frustrating to just have a, char- a cowardly do nothing. I won't choose to go forward type character. Um, I guess that's a better shot on the right there of the of the bad guy, but... Also, like, when he gets the power-up, that's, like, the worst design I've ever seen. Like, I hate the way that looks.
1: It, it just... It literally looks like the Black Clover guy.
0: Um, yeah. As- a little bit like, um... Uh, what was the aliens area? When that guy got his, like, powered-up arm, it was literally like, it's just a black arm, it does stuff, cool, not very interesting. Um... Yeah, also his power is just each goes power from bleach. He just gets a sword. <laughs> he just gets yeah, a sword he, and demon gets, powers. Literally bleach. It's literally I've talked about this for weeks now. It's the fucking bleach I, I, problem. It's back again.
1: I gotta I gotta show you what Asta looks like.
0: I mean that's pretty <laughs> that's pretty close.
1: It, it's Man, too close.
0: Is all the art in Black Clover this rough? This is rough.
1: Uh that's from the anime. Um it looks it looks better in the manga, so
0: I, It does. Okay. I,
1: Interesting. I, I don't think it's it's bad in Black Clover. Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, so yeah, this is this is I think the the low points of this series. I think the lowest of the four, uh, the four new things. This is the I, worst I, written. just kind of the most boring school setting. the The worst Bleach. This is probably the worst Bleach clone chapter one we've gotten in the past. I don't know two years, however long I've been keeping track. Yeah, honestly, not it, not a whole it lot. It was
1: so there. bad that if we weren't going to talk about it in this podcast, like if this didn't exist, I think I would have dropped it like ten pages in maybe. I, I don't yeah, know, it, was, it just it sucked.
0: I mean, I'm always down to read chapter two of something, especially if I've read chapter one. I I know that I always like to, you know, three-episode test, and I, I like to say that it takes more volume or more uh, chapters of a manga than just three to get something, but I've kind of been dropping stuff at three chapters, kind of historically. It's like, okay, yeah. if your first chapter isn't good, and then if your second chapter doesn't build or get better and then if your third chapter if your second and third chapter don't sort of show me exactly what we're going to be doing week to week in this manga you're kind of out right i'm kind of out like if it if i don't like any of those things right if i don't like the introduction of the characters in the plot if i don't like the follow-up and then i don't like sort of the two and three here's what we're doing every week with this manga where are we going what's being set up if i don't like any of those things i just drop it so as you should
1: and yeah. you know it's it's like I I like the three chapter rule that you have I I also have like something similar in my head where I give something like a chance but mm-hmm. if some if this has like no positive aspects in my eyes I like
0: I th- do think the designs redeem, some of but, the designs are cool but also I'm not gonna read something just because all the art designs are good like I don't like. Art can only save you so much, and your art has to be really good in all aspects to save a really terrible story. And this is not that.
1: And Diz from Kingdom Hearts is one of the designs who is out of the story now. You know.
0: Yeah, I was about to say yeah. The really like the best design thing in the whole story died in chapter one. So yeah. yeah. So basically, what I'm looking for in chapter two of New Age nice Exorcist is is there more good design stuff, and is it good enough to keep saying I want to keep up with it? And then. I I will admit that the main character, though most of the chapter, he was a kind of puny, pitiful, cowardice type thing. He did choose to take action at the end. Um, If that changes him and he's a different character going forward, it could be more bearable. I don't predict that happening. I think this is... I mean, this is dead in the water to me, chapter one. I I would say that... um, do retry we while well, I didn't like chapter one. Didn't feel dead in the water. Kill blue was kind of the same. I was like, eh, I don't really, I don't really jive with this. But who knows? It could get better. This to me feels like no chance. This this yeah, author yeah. has not shown me that they know how to do anything correctly except for steal uh, what's his name from Kingdom Hearts design and make it look cool.
1: Yeah, Diz. Yeah,
0: Diz. Yeah. I mean, other than that, I don't think they've they have not shown me in chapter one anything uh, anything that I've that I want to see. So.
1: Um, can I give it one accolade? Because I just thought of one. Yeah, for sure. Uh, nice. It it is it is better than that uh, robot.
0: I was it, Ichigoki under control. Yeah,
1: yeah, it, it is better than that because that was just
0: that
1: that had like I don't I don't even know it, 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 that one pissed me off reading it.
0: That one was Stop like that. so bad. It's like it isn't even like oh this has this is a one or zero score. It's like, Ichigo getting control is like annoyingly bad. Like it was not just bad. It was like, I am feeling negative emotions from reading this. It's so bad.
1: It's like watching a, a comedian bomb. I, I think I might've said that before, but it, it, it is right. You did.
0: Um, I think when we reviewed it five or six months yeah. or whatever, but yeah. Yeah. So yeah. new age, exorcist, Kota Kawaii, um, it, you got two weeks, <laughs> you got two weeks to try to get me <laughs> back on board and it's going to be a tough time.
1: I, it's it's actually tricky giving giving manga like Shit. this, and in my opinion, uh, do retry like a chance because I feel like the setup and everything established taints the other chapters a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you, it, it feels like they they have to do more to to win you. You know, um, for sure, I think that's, I think that's, just that's inevitable.
0: True. I I think that's absolutely true. I think uh, I think you're exactly right. Having a bad, um having a bad chapter one means that you have to, you do have to work twice as hard to get people back. If you at least release like a mediocre chapter one, like, like kill blue or something, right. Then mm-hmm. you're just, you're working way way your way up from maybe someone, or even like, I would say Sakamoto days chapter one was like, just okay. Like, that's not my favorite chapter one of what I think is a really good series. Um, some really good chapter ones that I've done some kind of preliminary writing work on some videos that'll, maybe come out eventually um spy family has a super great chapter 1
1: oh it, was, uh, it might be their best chapter somehow it is def uh, it
0: is up there definitely it is definitely uh definitely just a, a really good chapter in general and it does all these things it has sort of a complete st- story and character arc for for two characters so um oh i got one
1: I, I i think my favorite chapter 1 uh that i can think of maybe there's others that are better but uh is uh Freyren at the funeral
0: Fry if you know, uh, had a great chapter one. Oshinoko has a great chapter one. People, even though episode one of that was like the first four, five or six chapters, uh, just chapter one of Oshinoko is also an amazing It's really good, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. Chapter one's a big thing. Chapter one matters a lot. It is easily, before I have read your manga, chapter one is the most important thing you have to write, so. Exactly. Cool. Well, that's uh, that's it for manga. Pick, all right. let's do let's pick real quick what's your favorite of everything on the page or what's your top two pick your top two out of every all of these 11 new manga we've talked about
1: uh blooming love even though i think the title is bad um uh, blooming love is number one and number two is tenmaku cinema
0: yep um i might
1: reverse us actually i think i think tenmaku might be better i don't know
0: yeah that's that's fair um I'll pick two different ones, though I do think that those are probably the two best things on here. Uh for me, I think you it is You can pick is, a third and
1: fourth place. Yeah.
0: Yeah, for me I think it's I think it's Service Wars and then I think I'm going to put Vi- Vibration Man up there. I think I think Over-off Vibration thing. Man Yeah, I think Vibration Man has a lot of potential I don't know. I think you should give it a read and, and let me know what I, you think about it. I will. I will. If, if, if I you do think it's think... better
1: than Aka's Thing, then I'll definitely read it. because Aka's uh... Thing reads,
0: to me, a little boring, I think, is my problem with it. I don't necessarily think that that's bad. It's doing a lot of stage setting, obviously, but mm-hmm. uh, it hasn't, it just hasn't really, it's not as funny. I don't know. It feels, it feels, again, like it's maybe trying to do too many things and it's, picking the middle ground and not going all the way like the first couple yeah. chapters of kaguya are really funny the first couple chapters of ocean are really dramatic and well written this one's kind of like is it dramatic is it romance is it funny it's got like a little bit of all of that but isn't isn't leaning into all of them um i'll put vibration man forward just to see if it can get some new fans um uh, i'll check
1: I, it out i do think chapters two
0: through five are much more interesting they uh, yeah i don't know it's just it just strikes me as like a slightly better version of my hero but like a little bit goofier and a little bit uh a little bit more amateur but still still fun
1: so i'm glad to hear that the main character is such a dweeb um i think that'll that that sells me a little bit more uh yeah
0: Yeah, like seriously just just read chapters two through five and just you're gonna feel a thing a little bit better out of it even if you're not in love with it so
1: i'll I'll report back uh at the uh, next podcast about it
0: cool awesome uh, let's do some extra things this week. It's video games. TFT grind to gold, which I noticed you changed right before we started to grind to plat. You so see, you're uh, raising yeah. your bar.
1: No, I I forgot that I got to gold yesterday. Uh, so, uh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm raising the bar. I, I'll not, I'm not going to get to plat. Let's be real. There's like plat 20 is something. Hard to get to. Plat is hard and I need to play a metric fuck ton considering there's like 25 days till the season ends.
0: Oh yeah. Good luck.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but I'm I'm having fun with the game. Uh, I, I just love fucking auto-battlers. And I think TFT, while I like Hearthstone Battlegrounds more, I think TFT is the better game because it's so polished. It's clear uh, Riot cares about that game. Yeah. Unlike Blizzard. Um,
0: well, Riot is... <laughs> Boy, we could talk about... We're not a video game podcast, but we could talk about Riot picking up the pieces of Blizzard. So, did you hear... Yeah, I'm going to 60 second timer. Did you hear Blizzard canceled Overwatch 2 PVE?
1: That's insane. I know I, they I did saw that, that.
0: And then really quickly today, I started hearing rumors about riots, MMO FPS, right? Destiny ish game today. I started hearing rumors about that and I'm almost sure that Riot leaked those off the back of um, the PVE progression type stuff uh, like i'm sure they're capitalizing on that riot has made so much money and has so much investment from tencent that they've just been developing games and not release them for like at this point we're going on five or six years that i think the mmo uh the fighting game has been in development for two or three years now project r it looks sick uh we might actually get some announcements of these in the coming month when e3 hits so, okay
1: but yeah the crazy thing is activision blizzard has some so much money as well i mean like I, I just don't know what they're doing. I, I think they lost all their goodwill and they're probably hemorrhaging their talent because it
0: not want to work. They are hard. hyper-hemorrhaging talent. I saw a report yeah. on the WoW team because I'm a I'm a WoW player, not like a whole lot, but um, a report on the WoW team is that from pre-COVID to now that they've retained maybe like 10 or 15% of their teams. Like everyone else is new. It's all yeah. new people on these teams, which is very hard to develop without people who know kind of how the code works, but anyways yeah, yeah. I guess it turns out
1: if you lay off so many people and still take your bonuses that you, uh, people probably don't want to work for your company
0: yep not great um, yeah. did you okay question because you talked about auto battlers I also love auto battlers did you you played Starcraft 2 when it was out
1: yeah I played a ton and you loved it only though yeah check I
0: loved it. look into and check out a game called Mechabellum Mechabellum Mecha. is like a Starcraft 2 auto battler
1: that sounds cool.
0: It's Mechab- a really cool game. I watched some streamers play it uh this week and it was it seems really neat or maybe like late last week. Um yeah, Mechabellum. So
1: Holy shit, man. this this looks just like StarCraft 2. It uh, looks it's very StarCraft it 2.
0: There's like th- I mean there's Thors are essentially in it. There's yeah. But it's, it's like you take turns picking units and picking their placement and once you place them they're there forever and then there's like wave after wave and you auto fight. So you can like oh, I'll go behind their lines at this, or I'll choose flying units, and they counter the next round with a different unit. Um, it seems really oh, like interesting that. and fun. Yeah, this, That's I, a unique
1: auto-battler. That seems cool. It's
0: super unique, and it looks, it looks really interesting. So, yeah, give that give that a look. Uh, yeah. Good luck on your climb to plat. Good luck on your climb to, hopefully, gold one, at least.
1: Uh, I don't... That's not happening. Gold three. <laughs> I, I think the highest I've gotten is gold one. I just don't have the time to get to plat.
0: Yeah, that's the highest I ever was in League. I was gold one, like, gold one in promo series five separate times, and I failed all of them, and then I was like, I've never played this game again.
1: That's fair. League is its own anti-drug campaign.
0: League is its own worse-than-drugs, oftentimes. Speaking of drugs, but better-than-drugs, I've been playing Tears of the Kingdom since... Literally since an hour after I recorded the last podcast, um, it's better than Breath of the Wild. I don't even want to talk about it that much. It's just, if you liked Breath of the Wild, this is a this is a better game. And it's insane to me because I think Breath of the Wild is a 10 out of 10 perfect game. One of the most immaculately designed things I've ever played. And this game is better in every possible way.
1: So are you saying it's objectively better or do you, do you like it more? Better. The current you, you know, because, because actually, Breath of the Wild came out a while ago, right?
0: Yeah, six years ago, five years. Yeah, six years. Did you ago, Does it still I guess.
1: capture the feelings you felt when you played it?
0: It is. Yes, it is. That is the wild, magical thing. Is that almost everyone who played and loved Breath of the Wild has that sort of like, I'm exploring, I'm climbing. It's cool. It's awesome. It's this whole new world. The the exploration and discovery moments. How do you rediscover that? And they did it. They just did it. Like you just get to play Breath of the Wild again in this game. And but is Breath of the Wild but better and more and there's more things to do and there's the world is 2.5 times as big as breath of the wild it's Dang. insane i can't even i cannot gush about this game enough this is hades was my game of the last decade of 2000 what 11 to 2020 i guess this is probably undisputed game of the decade of 2021 to 2030 i don't to see 2030
1: that's that's a call
0: I'm calling it now two, three years in. Yeah. Because I just don't, this is just a, I would say this is a once in a lifetime type game, kind of like Hades is, but that this is a sequel and Hades is getting a sequel. So man, I, we're uh, speaking of art competing for our time. Uh, video games are coming back and they're big and man. It's hard. This I, game is amazing. It, I can't. It's yeah, so it good.
1: looks it looks fucking great. I haven't seen much of it intentionally, so so I can play it. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to trying it out soon.
0: Yeah, please. I mean, games are seventy dollars now. I don't don't complain about it. They should have been seventy dollars ten years ago based on inflation. So I'm happy it lasted this long at sixty. Uh, I, this game, it's I just cannot even describe to you how amazing it is. It's. It's literally better in every way. I think even if you had a couple of complaints about uh, Breath of the Wild, like decaying weapons, like you will not care about decaying weapons in this game. They've fixed it. Even though weapons still decay, you just will not care.
1: Yeah, it seems like the combining fusing options...
0: The crafting fusing stuff is so much fun, yeah. so interesting. Building flight machines, building... All the stuff you've seen, the Koroks built around on on Twitter, if you're keeping up with this, is, is amazing. I've seen so. them
1: crucified a lot. Uh, which is lots hilarious. of crucifixion,
0: lots of rocket explosions, lots of flamethrower traps. It's just, I mean, the creativity here is, like, unrivaled. They literally just took their physics engine and made a bunch of little tools you could play with. And it's like, yeah, do whatever you want. You want That's your plane tight. to be driven by cannons firing out of the back you can do that or flamethrowers sure fans sure lasers sure anything you want to auto balance with an auto balancer you can do that you want to just make a big bridge make a big bridge you can do that you can do anything you want game, it's it's unreal how how good this game is
1: that sounds so cool uh i can't wait
0: yeah like, i honestly think that i think i have to drop my score on breath of the wild this game is so good like
1: because oh, they can both if, be tens
0: this game is an 11. If, if breath of wild is a 10, this game is an 11. And so if, if you let me go to 11, then this game is an 11.
1: Yeah. And go to 11, man. Absolutely. I believe He's,
0: for sure. I mean, it's, I, like I said, I, I could gush about this game for hours. Uh, I won't do that. We'll, we'll cut the podcast there. So yeah, <laughs> thank you for listening or watching Don't forget to check out the YouTube channels, white, gray, black for more condensed curated manga content. Um, do you want to check out the VODs for this podcast, they are on WGB Weekly Manga Podcast YouTube channel. Search either of those. They should appear. Uh, if you want to listen to us as a podcast, we are on the major podcast providers, WGB Weekly Manga Podcast. Um, if you enjoyed it and want to support us, head on to whatever you're listening or watching us on. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a follow. Give us positive reinforcement. Write a review tell us we are doing a good job, that's the best thing you can do for us, um, if you're rich as fuck and you just want to give me some money, I'll absolutely accept it, patreon.com slash wgbmanga, it can help us upgrade our gear, uh, do some more, some more curated contents, maybe some, uh, some stuff like that, so, uh, everything else, head on over to Twitter and give me a follow at wgbmanga, you want to comment on anything, leave it in the YouTube comments, at me on Twitter, I'm happy to respond, I'm happy to fight with you publicly or privately, whichever you prefer, um, anything we should be talking about or reading we'll keep it up uh, that's probably the last time we're going to check in on a lot of these series we might might mention them being dropped but yeah um, anything else you want to leave them with Gautam
1: uh, no that's about it I'll catch cool. you guys
0: later yeah thank you so much for being with us please come back next week and don't forget to read more manga